Broadcasting from Sydney, Australia, this is Front and Centre with Emilio Garcia. Brought to you by TheUnshackled.net. Abortion. Some people believe it's murder, pure and simple. Others believe it's a woman's fundamental right. The morality of abortion is at the centre of one of the most heated political debates anywhere, where lines are clearly drawn between pro-choicers and pro-lifers. Somewhere between the claims that abortion is baby genocide and the claims that abortions should be celebrated by the community lies the truth. We'll be exploring that truth today on Front and Center. Hello and welcome to Front and Center. Thank you so much for being with us on this episode. Today we're going to be talking about abortion, which as I'm sure you know, is the process of taking a fetus out of a woman's womb, effectively ending its life. When it comes to the abortion debate, it's not a two-sided argument. Both pro-lifers and pro-choicers have a number of points they address that mold their opinions. And in order to get a clear picture of these points, without talking about abortion for hours on end, we'll be talking about these three aspects of the abortion debate. Is abortion safe? Is abortion moral? And should abortion be legal? Now, this is a loaded subject, obviously, and we'll be looking at this subject right after this short break. I want to take a second and ask you to go to theunshackled.net and download your free ebook, The Unshackled Battlefield. Learn about the founding principles of The Unshackled and what made the organization what it is today. And since I have you, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks, and now back to the show. Welcome back to Front and Center. I'm Emilio Garcia. On today's episode, we're talking about abortion. And the first aspect of abortion we'll be tackling is safety. How safe is it to have an abortion? Well, it all depends. When an abortion is carried out by a medical professional, it's actually pretty safe. Under federal law, abortion providers have to tell women of the risk of death in the procedure. Imagine if you had to do that to run a marathon. Overall, abortion is not risky. According to a study from obstetrics and gynecology comparing risk of dying from abortion versus dying from giving birth, they found childbirth is 14.7 times more dangerous. The risk of death from abortion is about 0.0007%. Now, before we move on, I have to take issue with what the guy said. At some point he says, imagine warning people about the possibility of death before running. Uh, and listen here, even if there are some similarities between the two cases in terms of numbers, one involves cardio and the other involves terminating a pregnancy. And I just think it's fucked up to equate the two. Moving on to cases where abortions are held outside of medical facilities, we see these numbers turn way bleaker. Did you know that every year, nearly 22 million unsafe abortions take place around the world? Every 11 minutes, a woman dies from an unsafe abortion. This is to say, legal abortions are about as safe as getting your teeth cleaned at the dentist, while having an abortion outside an actual hospital or clinic is extremely dangerous. Remember, we have not talked about morality yet. I'm still just speaking about the safety aspect of abortion. And with all the best available data, it seems that, yes, abortion is overall safe if it's done in a medical setting. Now, let's turn to the morality of abortion. Why is the morality of abortion at the center of the debate? Because in a way, the morality of abortion can either confirm or discredit all pro-choice arguments. So, to answer this question, we first have to determine whether we think an unborn fetus is a human and whether or not an early stage fetus is alive at all? The answer to this is yes. It's actually a scientific fact. We can know three things about the unborn that tell us when human life begins. 
We know the unborn are alive, they are human, and they are whole organisms. First, the unborn take in nutrients and grow via cellular reproduction. Second, the unborn are the offspring of human parents and have human DNA. And finally, the unborn are human organisms, like you or me, whereas sperm, egg, and body cells are merely human tissue. That's because we all have an intrinsic capacity to develop as organisms, a capacity that body cells do not have. This is true even if we die before we grow up into mature members of our species. No matter how much time or nutrients you give sperm, eggs, and other body cells, they can never develop into a mature member of a species. That is because these cells are not organisms. They are instead body parts that belong to a larger human organism. Adult, teenager, child, infant, fetus, embryo, blastocyst, zygote. These are all stages of development in the life of a human organism. So this begs the question, even though this is a living human, is it moral to kill it? I have one question for you and one question only on abortion. Does the vagina, the, the vaginal canal, magically confer personhood? The first breath confers personhood. Okay, so if the baby is in the womb and is exactly the same size and has not yet breathed and you take a knife and you stab the baby in the head, a fully formed nine-month-old baby, it is not a human. The only thing that makes it a human is when it takes a breath. The right to bodily autonomy is one of the most foundational principles that has guided this process. A living being doesn't have to be a person in order to have intrinsic moral value and rights. Terry Shiva was dead long before anybody pulled the plug, and a fetus, while, it's as, while it is as alive as a mass of cancer cells, under one definition, is not alive in the sense that it is not reasonably equivalent. On what moral grounds does the mother alone decide a fetus's worth? We certainly don't do that with regard to a newborn child. It is society, not the mother or the father, that determines whether a newborn child has worth and a right to live. The, the choice should remain between a woman and her doctor, and not with politicians who are so, not the expert. Virtually everyone agrees that the moment the baby comes out of the womb, killing the baby is murder. But deliberately killing it a few months before birth is considered no more morally problematic than extracting a tooth. But her version of morality doesn't actually dictate what I can choose to do in that moment. And that's what religious liberty is about. It's about you getting to choose what would be right for you in that circumstance. But I don't get to tell you what to do and you don't get to tell me. You'll notice in this video that the pro-choice people don't seem to focus much on the morality of ending the life of a fetus. While the pro-life people seem to focus almost completely on that. I believe this is because they look at it from two different ethical points of view. Pro-lifers take on a universal morality point of view, where you believe that a system of ethics applies to all regardless of orientation, race, gender, sex, or age. By this notion, a human fetus has the same right to life as a human adult. It is pro-choicers that believe that the most good is created for the country and the society when a woman has a right to choose, while pro-lifers believe that that isn't even really part of the equation and that murder can't be justified in any way, shape, or form. Now let's focus in on one really important thing. Essentially, pro-choicers say that 
there is a better social impact on the society at large when you let a woman choose. However, they do not address the morality of actually killing a human being. In this case, pro-life wins the argument. No, abortion is not a moral act. Let's move on now to tackle the legality of abortion. The question is, if an abortion is killing a human being, why should it be legal? This is a question that I have fought with for years. On the one hand, I'm not blind to the fact that abortion is indeed ending human lives. However, the unintended consequences of making abortion illegal are many and severe. I have to say, begrudgingly, that I do believe abortion should be legal until we have remedied the central issue that causes all this unwanted pregnancy, and then we can move to more proactive solutions. This brings us to the centrist conclusion segment of the program. Abortion is a procedure that very safely removes an embryo or a fetus from the womb. To claim that there is a high mortality rate or that this can cause breast cancer is nothing short of unsubstantiated claims or a flat-out lie. It is also a flat-out lie to say that there is no moral downfall associated with abortion. While a woman may need to have an abortion because of different circumstances in her own life, it should not be said that her legitimate reasons neutralize the fact that abortion is killing a living human being. Oftentimes, pro-lifers oppose some of the measures that would be most effective in reducing unwanted pregnancy, like sexual education and subsidized birth control. This is having your cake and eating it too. You're essentially restricting people's plan B when it comes to pregnancy and then not giving them the wherewithal to avoid getting pregnant in the first place. On the other hand, some pro-choicers claim that wanting less abortion is only a side note to their general argument. If we choose to expand access to abortion in order to avoid some of the horrific unintended consequences of illegal abortion, we must work twice as hard to reduce unwanted pregnancy at its root. In this discussion, let us not pretend that it's a black and white issue. This is a problem that has far-reaching implications, and the only reason it should remain legal is because of its dangerous side effects. That's the end of this episode of Front and Center. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you to The Unshackled for allowing us to use their platform. If you have any ideas or comments, please tweet at me at FRNT and Center, or find me on Facebook. I'll read the most interesting opinions on the air. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, there are two sides to the story, so always keep it central. Thanks for tuning in to Front and Center. Please visit frontandcenter.net.au for all the ways to subscribe and follow the show. Don't forget to pick up your free ebook at theunshackledbattlefield.net. And keep checking out theunshackled.net for all the latest news and commentary.